Hey everyone, Evan Lewis here, back with another GP Top 3. Today we're talking to Joe DiBartolomeo about his three leadership principles that he uses to lead revenue teams as a CRO. So Joe, for everyone's benefit, can you share a little bit of an overview of your background and your role at Georgian? Hey Evan, absolutely. I've got a long career in enterprise software. I spent close to 20 years at Oracle, starting in pre-sales and working my way up to be an SVP of sales. I like to think that I earned my PhD in enterprise software at Larry Ellison University. After 20 years, I then moved on to Dun & Bradstreet, where I was a member of the global leadership team. And at Dun & Bradstreet, I learned how to be more of a general manager, sort of added to the sales skills that I learned at, at Oracle. And I also had a short stint running a company that we purchased in the master data management space called Purisma. After Dun & Bradstreet, I, I went to a disruptive technology company called Click. We had this great product that disrupted the legacy BI space. I learned a lot about culture and how to take a long-term view from my time at Click. Be forever grateful from the Lessons learned by the CEO there, Lars Bjork, instilled in me how important culture and a long-term view were in running a business. And I took that into my experience um, at Pluralsight, where as a member of the executive team, I was the CRO. And it was a company that had a mission and a vision that I cared deeply about. It was an amazing run where we were able to take the business in a short two years from 30 million to a little over 300 million. And we went public be forever grateful working with just an amazing executive team and memories that we created together. Awesome. Thanks Joe. So given that the audience here for the growth program is, you know, it's a lot of CEOs that are in getting into growth stage. They may or may not have a CRO, so given that you do, you know, you've been in that role before, can you share your perspectives on how you see the CRO role and how it relates to the role of the CEO and how those two interact? Absolutely. One of the things that I love about coming to Georgian is that I'm able to take the background that I had as an operator over the last 30 years of the experience. I've always carried a quota. And my role at Georgian is to take that operator's experience and help our company scale their go-to-market, to bring the real-life experiences of operating a business to help coach the CEOs and the CROs in how to scale their go-to-market. And when you take a look at a CEO of a startup and they're looking for a CRO, It's my perspective that the amazing outcome that I've had at whether it's Click or Oracle or most recently at Pluralsight, the CEO and the CRO, they really need to complement each other. Let me tell you what that means. Many CEOs that I've met in startups are what I would consider visionaries. 
They've got this great vision for disrupting a market. They're very strong on the product. And they've got a little bit of go-to-market experience. The CRO and the CEO really need to be joined at the hip. I like to say it's a marriage of two of the most important roles within an early stage company. And they're also two of the loneliest jobs in any startup or in any software company. The weight of the world tends to be on their shoulders. And as a CRO, you need to be a good balance with the CEO. I knew that my CEO at Pluralsight, Aaron Scott, he had a lot on his plate. He was creating the vision. He was working with investors. He was working with the board. He was getting the right product out there. The CRO needs to take the wheel on all things go to market to be able to drive the vision of the CEO, which in a way balances what needs to be done and how best to do it. I like to call it the balance of the IQ and the EQ. The balance of empathy, intelligence. The CRO needs to align all the teams across product, marketing, sales, and success to really scale the go-to-market. You've got to do that in a way where you can get the team behind you to scale. Love that. So, Joe, one of the things that really stuck out to me in our initial conversations, and, you know, we've had probably five or six in your short time at Georgian, which I've, I've really enjoyed. One of the things that really stuck out was your first few weeks your calculated approach to coming into a new organization as a leader, but being very patient. And as we sort of uh, dug into multiple conversations, we've teased that out into your top three leadership principles that you try to bring to, to an organization as a leader and as a CRO. So let's unpack those a little bit. Let's dig into listening co-creation and empathy. And I would love if you could just share a little bit about each one of those and why they're so important to you. Yeah, I think I would appreciate the fact that you called it a calculated approach. That approach just comes from years of operating and making these mistakes. So I've got experience with doing the right things and the wrong things. And you can narrow it down to the three. You've got to listen. You've got to co-create with the team. And you've got to have empathy. You have to let the team know that you care. And I'll, I'll start with listening. The first thing that you learn when you leave Oracle and you go to a company like Dun & Bradstreet is they hired you for your experience. You had this wonderful experience about how to scale an enterprise software company and the go-to-market end. You leave Oracle after 19 years and you show up at Dun & Bradstreet and you're the new kid on the block. And the big mistake that I made there was I landed at Dun & Bradstreet thinking about how we did things at Oracle. And whenever you started the conversation with the team at Dun & Bradstreet with the words, here's how we did it at Oracle, you could see the room shut down. And what I learned was once you did that, it was hard to walk it back. And it took me some time to do that, but eventually we got there. So any CEO 
that's looking for a CRO as a partner, they probably ask the question in the interview, hey, I want to go from 30 million to a billion. How are you going to do it? I was asked that question. The word caution I would say is, if somebody already has all the answers to that, without landing on the ground and listening, they might not be the right fit for you. Now, I'm not saying the CRO shouldn't have a framework around how to do that, but when I was asked that question by my CEO of Pluralsight, when we were sitting in Bryant Park, sort of finalizing the agreement of me becoming the CRO of, of Pluralsight, he says, how are you going to do it? I said, I don't know. And he looked at me. I said, let me explain what I mean by I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've got some amazing people there that are doing some wonderful things. And I want to go in there. I want to listen for 90 days. And there's going to be times during that 90 days that you're going to say, when are we going to do something? When are we going to take action? And I'm going to ask you to be patient, to let me talk to everybody through the process, to find out how they're feeling, what's working, what's not working. What would they do if they were me? And I did that for 90 days. And then when we changed the go-to-market, it wasn't what I did from a past experience, but it was like what we could co-create together because I listened to the team, and they felt part of it. So co-creation is really the second most important thing that you can do as a leader to drive the go-to-market. To go into a company and think that the people that are there, that are closest to the customer, that are closest to the day-to-day, don't have value, is a mistake that many early stage CROs make. They come in with, here's how we should do it. Here's what the process should be. And I will tell you that the 90 days that I spent listening at Pluralsight and taking their voices into the shift in the go-to-market allowed us to co-create. It allowed everybody to feel part of what we were going to do to create the future together. And what that did was it generated excitement. It generated team. It generated a passion to create an organization where everybody was one. They didn't want to let each other down. And from the moment that I landed at Pluralsight to the time we went public was two years. And I could only do that if we did it all together. And it was a co-creation across product, marketing, sales, and success. Their voice is critical in that. And then while you're listening and while you're co-creating, the other thing that I think is the most important is letting people know you care. This is a hard business. It's driven by 
measurements and metrics and KPIs and SAS metrics. And there's tons of videos out there about LTV to CAC and sales reps productivity and all the things that will drive a CRO and a CEO crazy. What you need to understand is every decision that you make as an exec team has an impact on the people that actually have to live with those decisions. So always take the approach that we're going to make this decision. We've taken everybody's voice into the conversation. But what does it mean for the team? How will it occur for them? And that approach creates this family environment that it feels good when you go to work. And no matter how much you've got on your plate as a CRO, really important to listen, to ask people how they're doing, know about their family. If you let them know that you care, that sort of drives their enthusiasm for what they're doing because they don't feel like it's just all about hitting quota. And I would spend a lot of time just walking the halls, talking to people. I would block out time on my calendars just to walk around, have some fun, laugh with the team, get to know everybody, get to know their kids, get to know their wives' names. And it really created a lot of what I would say Family feel, we were in it together, and it was our company, not a company led by a handful of executives and investors. It was really an entire organization. I was able to do that at Click and Pluralsight and Oracle, a little bit about DMB. But for me, I've learned that listening and co-creating and showing people you care are really the ways to scale a business and then go to market. Super valuable insights and principles there, Joe. Uh, thanks so much for joining. That's the GP Top 3 with Joe DiBartolomeo. Until next time, thanks so much for joining. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.